welcome to another episode of the Collapsing Game Shelf Podcast, a podcast by a group of deep sea divers with way too many board games. I'm Tom, and I'm joined by... Justin. Adam. And Debbie. And uh, we are a board game podcast where we play games in our collections and then talk about them most of the time. And today, we are talking about The Crew Mission Deep Sea, which is the sequel to one of my favorite games, The Crew, colon, Mission to Planet Nine, or The Quest for Planet Nine, or something about being in space. I can't exactly remember. It's probably fine. Uh, The Crew Mission Deep Sea is essentially the same sort of uh, base mechanics, uh, but instead it's it's in the ocean. And, uh, you know, that's... uh, that's a, that's a good place to have some hijinks, I guess. Uh, I'm not entirely sure why you're going to the ocean, but uh, it says here that you're trying to forge a path to Moo or Mew or, yeah. Moo. Moo. <laughs> M-U. Moo. Oh, okay, okay. All right. Is it Moo? Mew? Depends. I like Moo. Mewtwo? Moo is good. <laughs> Mewtwo. Yes, we're trying to find the 151st Pokemon. Gotta catch them all, baby. I do own this game. Uh, as it as, as Pretty much as soon as it came out, I decided to go pick up a copy of it, so I have it in my hot little hands. I'm going to read the back of the box for you. In this highly anticipated follow-up to the original cooperative card game, winner of the 2020 Kenner Spiel de Yaris, players work together to search for the lost continent of Moo. 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 <laughs> This new <laughs> adventure it. takes your crew deep down into the abyss on a search for the fabled sunken land. How far you get depends entirely on how well you work together as a team. Card by card, trick by trick, your search party will discover the challenges that lie ahead and forge a path to Moo. Mew. This new standalone version of the crew has the same innovative cooperative trick-taking mechanic as the highly lauded original game, but with some exciting new surprises. And, uh, yeah, so... It's the crew, but more of the crew, and instead of in space, you're deep, deep underwater. Um, since maybe you haven't heard of the crew, I'm going to just give a quick overview of how it works, uh, as well as if you've, like, never played a trick-taking game, then, like, that description of it being a trick-taking game is complete nonsense. Uh, but basically, there's a deck comprised of a bunch of cards, which are numbers one to nine in four different colors, as well as, uh, the, uh, the trump card, which are called submarines in this one, which are numbered one, two, three, and four. Everybody is going to end up with a handful of cards, and the general flow of play is that when somebody starts what is called the trick, they play a card, and everybody else has to follow the color of that card. So if I play a yellow three, then Adam has to play a yellow four or whatever he has that he wants to play. Uh, Debbie has to follow up with some sort of like yellow card, and Justin generally follows up with something other bullshit. But you know, he he would play a yellow card if he had one. Um, you have to follow that, and if you don't, you can play anything you goddamn well want. Uh, and the one thing is that the one, two, three, and four of submarines are considered trump, which means that if they land on any trick that doesn't have a higher trump card, uh, then they get to take it instead of whatever the normal color would. So normally in this example, if there was a three, four, seven, and a nine of yellow on the table, then whoever played the nine would get that trick and score those points or whatever in a normal game anyway. If instead there was a three, four, seven, and then Justin slapped down a four of submarines, Justin would get the that trick because he had the biggest trump card. Um, in this, you can lead kind of whatever you want, um, unless the scenario in play tells you not to. And so that's just generally how trick-taking games work. You play one card, everybody follows suit, and you do that until everyone runs out of cards. So in the crew, what you're doing is you're trying to complete a series of missions. 
Um, and so what that means is that you're flipping through this logbook, which will uh, g- gently, g- oh so gently, just like ramp up the difficulty. So uh, what it what it basically gives you is this structure in how to play this cooperative game. Um, so like mission one will say what it'll say is some bullshit about what the what the mission is about like you getting into a submarine and going deep down into the water, as well as it will have a a uh, a buoy. No, a flotation device. What are those called? Fle- uh, the the life rings. It's got a life ring. That's what it is. Uh, they've got a they've got a life ring that has a number in it. And what this means is the difficulty of this mission. And when you see the difficulty of this mission, what you're supposed to do is you go to this other deck of cards that you have, uh, which have um, different numbers on the back side. So on on the back side, that the side that everybody sees when everything's shuffled up, there's a uh, it's divided into three sections. There's a section for when you're playing with three people, when you're playing with four people. And when you're playing with five people, there's three different numbers. What you do is you pull cards off of the top of this task deck until you hit uh, a number that's lower or equal to whatever you already have. So in this example where mission one is difficulty one, you will go through this deck until you find one of these things that matches the number of players you have as well as has a one next to it. So I'll just go ahead and here. Oh, there's one. Four players, one. And it says, I will not open a trick with either a pink or green card. And that is going to sit in front of everybody, uh, you know, just begging to be picked up by somebody. And what you do then is that the captain gets the first choice of whether they want to take it or not. Um, and they will decide whether they want to take that task or pass. So if there are more people, then there are task cards than you can pass. Uh, so in this example where we just have this one sitting here, if I'm the captain, I can say, nah, I don't want this and pass. Um, Adam can then decide whether he wants to do that. Maybe he doesn't want to do it either. Debbie can say pass. And then Justin would just get stuck with the stupid thing. <laughs> he has no options. <laughs> so in this example, we would play a normal trick-taking game where everybody starts with the so it starts with the captain and goes around um, where we play cards from our hand. And in this example, Justin is just trying to play a normal game of trick-taking, like hearts or spades or whatever, but without ever starting a round by playing a pink or a green card. So if you manage to accomplish that, you will then move on to the next round, which will gently increase the difficulty. So next one will be like a two. And so you'll continue to do the same thing until basically you stop playing the game where you go through and you find the next task card it has a two. Oh, but if you I found a one here, so I found a one and I keep going through this task deck until I find another one. So that the two ones equal two. Now you have two of them hanging out and it's, oh, I will win the three of submarines. And the other one is I will win no submarines. So these will get divvied up amongst the four of us in whatever way that we choose, sort of. Uh, and and that's basically how the game works. And the game will continue to ramp up in difficulty where you'll go three difficulty, four difficulty, five difficulty, seven, nine. I don't know how far it goes, but there's 33 missions. God only knows it probably gets way more complicated as you go. Along with these task cards is the other caveat in the game, which if you've played the crew, you know about. But if you don't, here it goes. You can't talk during the game. You can't tell the other members of your team what you have. You can't say, oh, I've got the nine, so this should be easy for me. You can't do any of that shit. You're not allowed, okay? You can't do it. What you can do is you can, uh, sometimes during the game, you get you have these little tokens that you can use to indicate one card per game, basically. And what you're able to do is take that card from your hand, put it in front of you, and you're able to put a token on it. And where you put that token indicates whether it's the biggest of that suit, the lowest of that suit, or if it's the only one you have. So if I have only the nine of green, I can put that in front of me, 
with this token on it and show everybody that this is the only green card I have. And using this mechanism is the only way you're allowed to talk to each other about what you have and what you're capable of doing. So the other things that can happen during a mission is sometimes there will be missions that will interrupt this ability to use uh, communication tokens. So like, oh, you can you can all communicate. It's great. But nobody knows whether you're talking about whether it's high, low or middle. There's a new one where there's only two communication tokens around. So like whoever snaps it up first just gets it. And then everybody else just has to sit there staring into the silence like a dumbass. Um, uh, what else? There was also um, some interesting things where there's the the one where it's like a little octopus shows up and everybody gets to discuss things freely. And this is the first time that we've ever been able to be like, oh, yeah, I think I could do, you know, cards one, two and three and it'll be all good. Uh, we played this game on Board Game Arena, which I think made it a bigger mess than it needed to be because it like allowed you to put in sort of like an Excel spreadsheet style, like grouping of what cards you thought you could take or what tasks you thought you could take. And it just looked like it, it seemed like it made it harder to manage than necessary. Because I mean, for the for a lot of us, we just like said, ABC, I don't want these and then sort of let the captain just fucking deal with it. Um, <laughs> That's right. So there's a few of these interesting little uh, little wrinkles in the game as well. So, uh, But the general game is you start at mission one, you go up to mission, I think it's 33. Uh, things get more difficult. There will be wrenches thrown at you as you go. I think there's like real-time missions where it's like everybody has to finish the whole round in like three minutes or something. Um, you know, it's uh, it's just this game of trying to uh, work together without really talking about what you have available to you and just having fun playing a trick-taking game that just sort of like warps the mold a little bit. Um, again, the, the task cards are very different from what they had in the original crew. In the original crew, the task cards were simply like nine of blue or two of blue or three of pink. Um, and that, uh, it, as well as like various tokens to sort of modify those things. Um, this version has these like varying difficulties, which is pretty nice. Um, and, uh, a lot of these get pretty weird. So there's like, oh, I will win more tricks than the captain. Um, uh, I have to win the two of submarines and no other submarine cards. So there's a lot of different things that can just really mess up the whole situation. And, uh, there's 96 of these bastards. So have fun. Um, did I miss anything else from the explanation or anything you guys want to add or clarify? Yeah, I think that the lack of talking is, is a, is a good point that is important, especially, you know, if you've haven't played the game and you're like, Oh, I'm going to pick this up and have a, a real fun chatty time with my friends. Uh, well, not so much. We, not so much on the chatty. I, I suppose we should uh, clarify. That you, you can talk and you should talk to your friends. You just can't talk about the game. No, it must be silent. You must play in complete and utter silence. <laughs> I mean, that that is one way to play it. I, I mean, I mean, I think like even if you're not talking about the cards, usually you're sitting around sort of, you know, banging your head on the table or sighing loudly or... <laughs> staring at the that one person sigh when the captain hands you a mission that you have no idea how you're going to complete <laughs> yeah, which just gets dumped on you i think that's that's part of the fun in this game though is when you you just have like some random garbage dumped on you that you're like you know don't play anything or don't lead a trick with with what is it pink or green or something like that and you're like hmm well i have a I don't know what, like a 10, 12 card hand and seven of them are pink or green. This is going to get interesting. <laughs> you know, um, this, this game, like 
is more when you boil it all down to it this game is just more the crew but anyone who heard our episode on the crew would know that it's the crew is really fucking good yeah did you do an episode on the crew yes and spoiler alert we we thought very highly of it um we did and i coincidentally think very highly of this one as well it's it's again it's more of the same but when the original is so good and one of my only comments about it quote unquote negative comments about it was that i just wanted more of it i i mean this thing this is this is excellent uh, in my opinion this is better than the original it it changes it changes up the mold a little bit like it changes the the formula to where you're not really you're you're not like how do I explain this? The the the, the missions and the crew uh, and eventually they were still exciting to me, but I could see how they they would lose their luster w- because there was only a finite amount of them. It's collect this before this and this before this, or make sure that this is the first trick you take and mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Whereas some of the stuff that they've brought in with this deck of missions or deck of what is it tasks De- deck of tasks that they brought in in the in in deep sea it changes things like don't lead a trick with with green or pink i mean what it it completely warps how you need to think about your gameplay and how you need to play and it's it does a very good job of of taking what is already a very good game and bringing it up to the next level yeah it's 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 an excellent example of a a sequel done right where like you said like there's a great mix of new objectives without adding you know a, a whole bunch of bloat that a lot of other sort of expansions and sequels will add to a board game like it adds more without adding more if you know what I mean. I totally agree. You, you know, I totally you're not, agree. You're not fiddling around with like a whole bunch of like weird cards or, you know, widgets and bobs. You just, uh, you just got like some every- new missions and uh, it just uh, spices things up a little. Yeah, everything, everything seems fairly calculated to where it's like it's been put in there for a purpose. It hasn't just been, oh, we need to make more crew. So let's just like back up the dump truck and just dump every single idea we could possibly come up with yeah, into all this those thing. ideas that we left on the drawing drawing room floor. Uh, let's just throw those in. People won't care. They love it. See, I don't, I find it interesting that you guys like this one better. I like the other one better personally. I, I don't know. There's something about, there's something about this one that I just, I'm not, some of it seems overly convoluted for kind of the wrong reasons in some ways. Mm. And in, in some instances, I find that, um, it, it would have been more enjoyable. Can I say that? Yeah. It would have been more enjoyable, um, to have that, like that one puzzle piece as opposed to, um, having the the cards like i mean the new one especially the like the board game arena implementation of it right it counts the cards for you and it does things like that and i that for me i found difficult because i was i mean i don't know i didn't really enjoy that part because i've sometimes it's kind of fun to have that unknown right and you're you're thinking you're like man did i get it right did i not get it right Hmm. and so in in some ways i feel like this one kind of took a little bit of the fun out um and made some of the made some of the stuff more convoluted than i feel like was necessary right right. uh was if that makes sense um 
did it was it the fact that the board game geek or board game arena sorry was keeping track of it and kind of take it out of the fun out of it or was it more just oh great here's more things i need to keep track of with, with some I of think, those tasks i think it's i think it was both. both okay yeah like i think that it i found the tasks like these tasks were more um like end of the hand driven right like right? You, you almost had to wait to the very end of the uh, the round Right. Whereas I feel like in the other one, it was it was like the countdown to get that puzzle done. Right. Like you're trying really hard to accomplish, um, accomplish, like filling that that mm -hmm. puzzle. Right. Yeah. And this one just kind of drug out a little bit for me. And in some ways, um, I found it a little easier, especially since you could like you could pass and things like that. I think that in some ways kind of. You could pass on the I other I took one. a little bit of the fun out for me. Pass on tasks, you mean. Oh, right. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes when the captain just stares at you and hands you a card, it's like, oh, no. <laughs> Being times. able to pass, yeah, it does add a little bit more easy. I think maybe it's because there are, I think in general, fewer tasks, but they can be a lot harder to achieve. That might have been why they added mm -hmm. that. Whereas in the other one, yeah, sometimes you're just sitting there waiting for the blue five to come out because it's going to end the game and it just won't. And you, everyone's looking around wondering where the hell is the blue five? Why are you yeah. holding on to it? I just dropped the nine and I really need that right now. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I just, uh, yeah. Sorry, I think one of the reasons that they allow you to pass is because if you got if you weren't allowed to pass and you just got hammered with like get the three of submarines, but don't take any submarines. I mean, you, have you no know, that's, that's just the situation you that you just yeah. you cannot do it. You're going to lose one way or the other. Right. So I think that 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 like just the ability to pass eliminates that. However, I don't know. I think that logically makes sense. And the the ability to pass only exists if there's fewer tasks than players. So ah. I don't know how often that comes up, right? Um, mm -hmm. Maybe it doesn't come up at all later on. I mean, yeah, like I just took a look at the logbook and like the last mission is like a difficulty 17. That seems high. Oh, <laughs> it's a lot of cards. No kidding. But yeah, um, I, I know what you mean, like, because one of the things that they had to put in here uh, because of the way some of the tasks interact with each other um, is that if there if there exists a situation in which, like, it's just not possible for you to do them, like, that can happen and they had to put in a way to, like, everybody just agrees to mulligan the mission, essentially. You know, if, mm -hmm. if it comes up where, I don't know, the captain has to i don't i don't even know what the solution the situation would be but if there was like some something where like everybody had to get one uh one trump card or something and like but the fifth card fifth task was like nobody can have any trump cards it's like well we can't actually accomplish <laughs> yeah. this so cool right you can you can decide to sort of scrub it out so um there are some like i, f I feel like there's some like little problems with it in in that respect because it's not as it's not as smooth of an experience as what the crew was because the crew was just mm. like here's a bunch of shit have fun and like yeah there always kind of exists the possibility that you can get some of them done or get get the mission done and it just kind of comes down to people picking stuff and hopefully it working out whereas yeah in this if you 
get dealt the wrong thing, like you're kind of just hosed. So I can definitely see how the added complexity in the tasks themselves can maybe change one's opinion one way or the other. Mm-hmm. I, I felt like we we didn't mess up. We we had a far better a uh, win streak going in this one than in the crew. Although I, maybe it's just because I, we're early yeah. in on it. Yeah. I feel like we got stuck on a few of the missions in the first crew where we had to like retry it something like 18 times. Uh, whereas in this, we had maybe one or two most. Yeah. And that's, I, I don't know. Like there's something about that that I'm, I don't know. I don't know that I like, mm. I guess. I <laughs> what, what, Like we just call our, our gaming group like addicted to failure or something. <laughs> we're like, man, we're not failing enough. Like, yeah. I mean, well, no, I, need- but I mean, when you're like, when you're cruising through things like really easily, it's, I mean, it's not as fun. I don't think. Oh, no, for sure. For sure. I think Adam's right, though, that we are gluttons for punishment. I mean, we did play ghost stories like 30 times or some shit, so. <laughs> Before we got our first win in. Yeah. But we eventually beat it one time. Yeah. Eat my Yay. ass, Lu Fang. <laughs> <laughs> On the easiest difficulty. Yes, exactly. Yes. Shut your your fucking mouth. One time after like hours and hours of banging our head up against it and just then we we finally got through it and we're like, wow, we did it. And then it's like, oh, yeah, by the way, we did it on the the easiest difficulty. Like, oh, no, there's more. (laughs) Uh, Always more. Such a good game. But yeah, I can definitely know what you're like. I definitely get what you're coming from. Um, I had a, I have a bit of a, like, you know, sort of uneasiness about this one as well, just because, um, yeah, like the, the tasks are so different that I don't know. It, it's hard to know, like, is it just some combinations of these tasks kind of don't really mesh together? Are some of them easier? Because it's like, you know, if you're trying to not play a suit, right? Uh, you know, if, if you're just trying to not play a suit and you just have like low shitty cards anyway, like that's pretty easy. And, but as soon as like something else, another task comes along that you magically get stuck with, which also means that you have to like win three tricks in a row, then it suddenly becomes a much more difficult proposition. So I think that there might be a bit more of a, like a bit more of a swing to how, how this one goes just because the, because the tasks are so much more complicated. Um, I mean, I could say the same thing for like some of the missions in the crew regular, because there are times when it's like, you know, win the nine, eight, and seven, but do them in this order. And like, you're just like, oh my God, come on. Or they're, or they're all blue or none of them are the same color, right? Like, so there's definitely some, some uh, combinations that come up in the crew where you're just like, I think we're completely doomed. And, you know, usually you're right about that. But yeah, there's just so much variation that goes on in this one that it's hard to say, like, how well this is going to be as like a prolonged thing. Like, I think one of the things with the crew is like, after you play the first seven rounds or something, you know whether you're in or not, because like, you've had some good times, you've had some bad times, and you know that you're probably just in for more of that, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I, I don't know, like some of it just seems, I don't know, like it's not, it's very, uh, it's very color based as opposed to number based now, I think is yeah, really it seems to be right? so, like, so far. Yeah. Yeah. Like everything in the last one was very like this number before this and, you know, this in this order, blah, blah, blah. Right. And now it's, you know, have more cards or less cards or, you know, I win this many with this. And 
I, it just, I don't know. It just seems, it seems very different. And I, I don't know if I'm sure if it was, if the tables were turned, like I'm sure if we played this one first, then I'd be like, Oh, I like this one way better. Right. Like, it's just kind of what you're, what you're used to, I think. Um, and, and so I don't know that it's like a fair criticism, I guess on my side, but, um, I just thus far, I, I definitely like the, the puzzle of the last one better than this one so far. I think that's still a fair criticism is, I mean, in order to be a decent sequel, you have to change up enough stuff to make it different. Um, so, well, and I, I have a feeling that they got probably a lot of criticism about the, um, about people potentially not understanding the, uh, the symbols in the last one, mm. right? Like it was just like oh. a double greater than or triple greater than sign yeah, or single greater than sign, chevrons, right? And I'm not sure which way they're supposed to point. Yeah. And I think had we not been, I think, I think the digital implementation helped us a lot with that, right? Because you could kind of hover over top of it and it would explicitly mm-hmm. tell you. And it would lay everything um, out. Like in order. Right. Whereas this one, like that's, I think probably one of the biggest things that I noticed when we went to this one was the task cards are like written out text, right? As opposed to, you know, find some random card out of a deck of how many ever yeah. and pull a random token out, right? These are very scripted, um, very scripted tasks. And I think that that, I don't know, has its upsides and it has its downsides. I concur. I mean, really, win a five with a seven. Come on now. Oh, <laughs> and no, the that's one that's like a, win that's a two a with an eight. I still, I, I love that one. It's like what? Or sorry, win an eight with a two, not win a two oh, with an eight. Like, that's wait, completely what? backwards. <laughs> uh, win an eight with a two, and you're like, what? How the hell is that going to work? But it worked. But it's like the thing is, is that in this one, there's there's so many. Like there's four of each number, right? Whereas in the last one, it was like, you have to get this color and this number in this exact order, right? Whereas this one has a lot more leeway, right? It allows you, basically, it allows you to screw up and still save the game. (laughs) Well, I mean, maybe people were were tired of taking... How many uh, how many runs did we take at that one well, it's mission? Not, it's not important, okay? Look. <laughs> it, it was a lot. It was a lot. <laughs> like, the answer is yes. a lot. Like we were we were punished for for a period of time. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes the, the fates are just not with you. No. No. The odds were not in our favor. Yeah, good game. Good game though. Still love the crew, man. Still love oh, it. Man, it's so great. Oh yeah. It's excellent. Yeah. <laughs> it's always it's a, I think it'll be a good like closer still. Like you can just you can just you just bang out a couple couple yeah, like, winning rounds to the got? crew. Oh yeah, we got some we got some crew time. Yeah. Exactly. You always got crew time. That's crew time right there. Always got crew time. Yo, we always got crew time. I was trying to I was I was trying to look for anything else funny to talk about because I figured we were gonna run run not too long on this one. And man, like board game geek reviews are just so boring. Nobody has anything interesting to say on board game geek. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, in general. The the best board game geek reviews still are uh, people using it as their own a uh, filing system. It's like yes, two point five own unplayed, <laughs> three want unowned. Yeah, this one guy one digital version available on wish list. Like cool, ten. good. I'm or, glad or, you. I'm, thank you. I'm glad you tanked the review for that. Right, or ten to balance out ones. It's always <laughs> yeah. just the best review ever. This guy's just so oh helpful. <laughs> just with no substance behind yeah, it. Yeah, no, just, exactly. I'm, I'm putting this up here yeah. so that we can balance out some of the ones. 
clearly getting review nice. bombed tend to balance ones. The one I did like was someone gave it a three saying that they didn't like trick taking games. Uh, they, they, they don't like trick taking games. They don't like how some of the cards were negatively phrased because they think that's bad UI. They don't like the theme and they don't like hand management. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's, so, so sure. Don't play the game. This is assuredly yeah. not a game a, for you, then. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's like there is nothing about this game that you should be enjoying. No, then, all right, good. It's hilarious. Yeah, it's, well, I mean, normally I think with reviews, or if you're giving like your reviewer opinion online, you, you usually want to be somewhat objective because yeah, when it's yep. just like I hate this yep. game, I'm going to go out and review it. That is a purely <laughs> subjective opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can just i'm super salty yeah. and i'm gonna go scream it to the void <laughs> of the internet i want everyone to know that i hate this type of game and i want no one to buy it <laughs> there are Man, there are a lot what of are you doing <laughs> doesn't really surprise me i don't know why but it, it just doesn't it's it's so people can feel important yeah. they're like look i've you know i'm sharing my opinion and i'm sure it'll help someone air quotes the hobby you know tracks all sorts of people. It's true. It does. And it's true. Give are. any like that, that. That's typical of any hobby. You're going to get a wide, a wide amount. I think when you're spending the amount of money that we're spending, <laughs> hmm. I think people tend to get a little saltier and they tend to be a little more vocal about it. I guess so. Yeah. I that's you know I, I get this personal opinion, but oh no, that's I find that it's just. Yeah, the second you bring money in as a you know as a, as a variable, and I mean when you're talking, especially when you're talking about things like Kickstarter, right? Like oh, Kickstarter, people get ultra ultra salty when the Kickstarter doesn't turn out the way that they wanted it to. I mean that's also fair. I think with Kickstarter though, like you're being you're being sold a dream, and yeah. you're handing over <laughs> you know upwards of a hundred dollars. Well, and, no, you're not. You're not actually. Uh, you're not being sold anything. You're actually well, just. You're. You're paying. You're giving somebody money for their dream, and they are providing you with a reward based on a, a subscription level. Well, yeah. Well, I guess that's, that's possibly. That's what I mean, yeah. You, you may or may not get something, but it's not necessarily going to be exactly what you think it should or might be. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, when they get into that, is they feel like they are entitled to a certain amount of. Uh, control since they're you know kickstarting and handing over all this money but in the end you know you you probably aren't nope (laughs) you have no you have like very 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 limited impact uh, one of the elite uh you know like thousand dollar five thousand dollar backers where it explicitly says you will be given some amount of control yeah you're just handing over money and hoping for the best (laughs) you made a comment there about uh like people giving you money could you imagine how bad it would have been if George Lucas had kickstarted the the Star Wars prequels. <laughs> man, man, that would have been oof. that would have been amazing. <laughs> there would have been uh, oof oof. There, yeah, oof. would have been something. I mean, it probably would have turned out the same way, but there would have been more people grumpy. Just even more people mad at him would have been yeah. would have been amazing. He did ruin my childhood, though. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I guess the only the only other thing I would say about like this version of the crew is that like I didn't give a shit about the story. I mean eventually I didn't give a oh, shit about yeah. the story and the crew originally, but like I don't know. It was at least in yeah. space, which seemed like well, I didn't You're just know what a jaded professional. 
I didn't know what the quest for Planet Nine was, right? Maybe there's something cool out there. Um, yeah, and this, I was just, yeah, just give me the missions, man. Just give me the, just give me those tasks. That's right. Yeah, see, I'm one of those really bad people where I like refuse to get out of the headspace of the first one, and mm. I kept calling the submarines rockets. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean that's fine. <laughs> They're yeah, kind of like rockets. Practiced. They're underwater rockets. It's, you know. Yeah. yeah. With people in them. Yep. Oh my. It's. Yeah. You're fine. Yeah, we got nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, since we've quickly run out of things to talk about for the crew, Mission Deep Sea, I'll just go ahead and give my review. If this game were in my collection... Wait, I don't have to say that. Since this game is in my collection, I decide whether I'm going to keep it or get rid of it. And the crew Mission Deep Sea is great, and I really like it, and I'm not going to get rid of it, and I recommend you check it out. It's on VGA. You can go try it out. I think it's the premium one, though, so maybe you have to give them 20 bucks or whatever. It'll be fine. Just find somebody else who has premium and force them to let you play the crew with them. It's a great time. Yeah. Then then if you've never played the crew, go play the original crew. Go play all the crews. They're great. Yeah, both of them are. Yeah. Both of them are stellar. Justin, go. Hey, man. I, I actually, I'm not sure if I... No, I don't own this one yet, but... Uh, oh, I heard yet. 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 Oh. Spoiler alert. I, I really enjoyed this one. I thought it was a great way to do a sequel without adding bloat. It changed enough things to keep things fresh. And I enjoy the new sort of difficulty mechanic where cards, various cards have sort of a different sort of difficulty value assigned to them. And then you so you don't really know how many objectives you're going to get. It's it's fun. I, I really like it. Um, yeah. And uh, I'd like that it did enough stuff different than I can still go back and play the crew without or without feeling that I need to get rid of it or that this sort of supplants it. I think there's still different enough games that I'm, I want both. And, uh, I own the crew, um, space and now I'm going to get, uh, the crew deep sea because it was really enjoyable. And if you enjoyed the crew space at all, uh, I think you'll still enjoy this one and it's worth picking up. How about you, Debbie? Uh, so for me, I, I mean, no matter what, I still like the game. I'm in the same boat as you guys. It's a, an absurdly addictive game. Um, I, I do, I, I'm sticking with my, my thought that I actually, I think I like the original better. Um, and I don't know, that's just a, I think that's just a personal opinion. Um, I, if you, I feel in it again, we haven't played through the entire second one, so I can't, you know, I, I can't guarantee this in my eyes. I feel like if you're concerned about, uh, things being like, uh, too convoluted or something like that, then I think this deep sea one is better. Um, I think it's, you know, it's less, I don't know. It has a less confusing like symbols and stuff. Like it, it, it's a lot clearer about what you're trying to do. Um, so there's, there's that aspect, but, um, yeah, I I think they're both great. I'm kind of, I personally think that if you have one, you might not need both, but, uh, you know, I mean, I, there's still literally nothing wrong with it. Um, I think that there's some little things here and there, maybe that they might've fallen into. So it's still a five, but this one's definitely like, I mean, if I was doing half scores, this would be the four and a half. Hey, you can always start. Um, (laughs) no, never half a thumb. Uh, Half a thumb, yeah. <laughs> oh no! So half a thumb up, half a thumb down. The unholy, um, the unholy and, and merger. One at about you know seventy five. Yeah, yes. one's like it's starting to creep up, but it's not really up yet. Yeah, one liter, one liter there. jug of milk. The what? Yeah. What? <laughs> That's just crazy talk. To go with your sandwich? 
Come on now. <laughs> what, what a whole liter? Holy shit. Man, yeah. that's a lot of milk. God damn. Pure. It's good for your bones. I mean, I'm not going to be drinking the milk in the first place, so I... I was going to say, know. like, I'm, I'm not even, you know, I'm not lactose intolerant, but I still think, like, a liter would probably <laughs> do me in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I don't think anybody wants to be anywhere near me if I were to drink a liter of milk. Gross. Um, not good. <laughs> I just don't think they would. I don't All know. right. Well, who's next? <laughs> Quickly. Yeah. Adam, how about you? How about me? Um, yeah, I, I, we do own this uh, for, for what it's worth. It's still in the plastic because, you know, COVID. Um, but uh, I, I enjoy this game uh, to the same level as the first one. Um, and therefore, I will be giving this one the same grade that I gave the other one, which is a nine and a half. Um, it's, it's good. It's more of the same. It's, but with that being said, it's been changed up enough that it's still fresh. It's still exciting. I, I, I don't know. I, I, again, I, I really enjoy it. Um, I think it's, I think it's very much worth the worth, worth the, uh, I don't know, entrance cost of entry, which is like, it's super cheap. It's a deck of cards. Um, you know, I like the variety of this one as more so than I like the other one. There appears to be like less, I mean, there's that deck and it has what 30 something different missions in it or like the, ta- or sorry, tasks. There's 30 something different tasks. And so there's, there's, there's 96 tasks, 96 tasks with 30 something missions. Correct. As opposed to 50 in the original. Okay. Okay. Um, I mean, I, I can see that by the time we get done these 30 something tasks that I'm going to be like itching <laughs> for more. And then we're probably gonna have to play the first one over again and then just keep going back and forth. And it's, it's all just going to go crazy, but, but yeah, it's like the game's just good. It's a nine and a half. I highly recommend you go pick it up. Give it a try. If you like card games, if you like trick taking games, if you, if you aren't like, you know, that one guy on board game geek, that's like, no, I, I don't like this thing. Cause I like, you know, I, and I knew I wasn't going to like it. <laughs> don't be that guy. Like if you're going to be that guy, like, just don't like, don't review, don't review it. Then nobody, no, nobody wants to hear that. It's not how the internet works, man. I know. Yeah. It's terrible. Sorry. But yeah. And a half. good game. Really good game. Love it. They'll probably do like a legacy version next or something. Oh, oh yes. man. I would. No problem. Yeah, Let's go. Oh, man, yeah. Did I say, I feel like I said that at the last time. Still, Cosmos, just, if you, I'll help. Just hit me up. That'd be sweet. I, I don't know. Like, so I don't know how you would do it. I don't know what that would look like, but I would be, I would be here for it. Every time you fail, you have to cut one of the cards in half. <laughs> <laughs> eventually, you're like, wait, how do I get the nine when I've cut it in half? You eventually add like a, a fifth suit or something, or you end up destroying your submarine so there's no more trumps. Oh my God. Poof. It's exciting. I like it. <laughs> sure, it'd be an absolute disaster. <laughs> Just tank the entire franchise. No one would look back on it fondly after we got our paws on it. Worth it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's about it for us. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, if you do like this sort of thing, we got lots of episodes. You could also help us out by liking and subscribing and doing all that good stuff and sharing it around with your friends. Thank you so much in advance. Um, if you want to give us any sort of constructive feedback, you can find us through email at collapsinggameshelf at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at CGS Podcast. If you want to shoot me a message, you can find me on Twitter at Team Rage Tom. Justin, do you have anything? Well, hey. 
If you want to get a hold of me, uh, you can always find me on Twitter at Don't Trust Justin. Ah, I'm happy to hear any board game relating information or, you know what, why don't you go on there and uh, let me know what your favorite deep sea exploration submarine is. I'd love to hear about it. How about you, Debbie? I am perplexed at where you come up with this stuff. But beyond that, if you want to get a hold of me, you guys can get a hold of me at uh, at Mrs. Wynn. That's at M-R-S-W-H-Y-N on Instagram and Twitter. Um, no, wait. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on Twitter. My goodness. It's very slow. Yeah, you, it's a you literally after a run our CGS podcast Twitter. Uh, no, I mean like my, my personal one. For a moment there, I was like, am I on Twitter? Yeah, I'm on Twitter. Um, but like Thomas said, if you want to get a hold of us as a group, you guys can get a hold of us at CGS Podcast on Twitter. Uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. We want to know if there's anything that you think we should try. Um, let us know if you, I don't know, don't feel like we should trust Justin. Let us know. That's, that's a valid concern. No, you can trust me. Uh, really? Mm, I don't know. Twitter says otherwise. <laughs> Seems sus. You can trust yep. Justin. Yes. Mm, mm. I don't know. I don't know. Mm, very questionable. Right. Very, very questionable. We look forward to hearing from you guys. Uh, Adam, how about you? Uh, if you're looking to get a hold of me, you can catch me on social media at For the Win. That's at F O R T H E W H Y N. You can also catch us out, uh, Debbie and I, out on the barbecue front if you're in the Calgary area, FTW Barbecue and Bakery. Uh, we're on Facebook. We're still developing that website that thing is is coming along finally um mostly because i was lazy and just let it sit there for a while so the 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 website is coming we'll all add that in once once it's all up and running um but yeah barbecue long weekends hopefully hopefully we're gonna try and get out to like some farmers markets and that this year as well over the summer i mean right now it's still pretty cold but that'll change it all it all must change or something yeah, that's it. Man, the barbecue front sounds like a delicious place. Yes, that's right. It's just a place of just never-ending barbecue. Meat sweats. Is it near Flavortown? Uh, it's, I, think, I think it's like it's rapidly approaching Flavortown. All right. Thank you again so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you have a great rest of your day, and we'll be back at you next week with something fun. Thanks again. Bye. Bye. Bye.